Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know... What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. Download the free oddstrader.com app. Compare betting odds from licensed sports books, access injury reports, in game action, and much more. Go to oddstrader.com. Great website. Thank you, Alexander, for your support. Real time bet tracking, in game tracking tools oddstrader.com. Every Friday, it's Brad Powers during the football season. Follow him on Twitter at uh, Brad Powers 7 Does a great job. A college football expert analysis, uh, analyst. Excuse me. Okay, so this is a tough game to start, and money's coming in here now on the dog. But Auburn going on the road, Big Ten opponent for the first time in 90 years. They've been impressive in the first two games, but they haven't played anybody. And now you got Penn State, who basically Wisconsin handed them the game. But now you're going in a hostile environment with a whiteout and 100,000 fans. What do you think of Auburn, Penn State? Uh, I like Penn State here, even though the market's moving against me. And it's for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think Auburn's a little overrated. I mean, their stats look incredible. But, I mean, they just didn't play bad teams. If I was stack ranking Akron and Alabama State in the FCS level, they'd be below average FCS teams. So that's how bad the competition's been for Auburn. So overrated because of those. And then, you know, I just got to go at Bo Nix's career. Yes. Uh, I mean, he has not been good at all uh, away from home. Mm-hmm. Incredible at, at, at home, on the road, not so much. And I just think, you know, it's two years since a lot of these kids have played in big-time environments with limited crowds last season. I think there might be, you know, some issues with Auburn on their offensive line uh, playing in front of that, that lot of a crowd. So for all those reasons, I like that. Excellent point, my friend. On the, ro- uh, on the road, 
10 touchdowns, 10 interceptions at home. Knicks, 22-3. Touchdown INT ratio. Purdue and Notre Dame. Notre Dame should have lost that game last week at home to Toledo. They get the late score again, and the the lost, excuse me, the close win against Florida State looks worse now. What do you think of Purdue uh, and Notre Dame? Well, I like that you mentioned that. The beauty uh, as we progress through the season is you can regrade performances. So, I mean, I had already downgraded Notre Dame for the Florida State performance, but I go ahead and you know downgrade them even further for that one, considering what Florida State did. I like Purdue in the matchup. And number one, Purdue's better than Florida State and better than Toledo. So, I mean, Notre Dame plays a similar type of game that they played the first two weeks. Forget covering the spread. They're going to lose the game outright. On top of it, I think Notre Dame's issues aren't correctable, uh, at least in a week or two. And the two major issues are, first, on the offensive line, where they already had lost four starters. Well, and now they got two tackles out for Notre Dame. And I just don't think it gets fixed in one week's time. You look at their turnovers, you know, most people say, ah, it's mostly random. Well, look at Notre Dame's turnovers. A lot of it's because uh, there's been pressure on the quarterback. So Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that Notre Dame gets that cleaned up. And then defensive scheme is just, I mean, it's idiotic for Notre Dame football. I mean, you just don't run three, three, five stack, uh, you know, defenses at Notre Dame. You put four down linemen. I mean, maybe I lose a bet this week on Purdue, but I can tell you one thing. I'm going to go right uh, back to it and fire on Wisconsin next week against Notre Dame. That's a matchup nightmare for the Irish next mm-hmm. week. Yeah, I bet mm-hmm. Notre Dame minus seven here. I, I think Purdue's going to have a lot of trouble running the ball without uh, Xander Horvath. And uh, that's going to be, I think, their downfall in this game. But you're right, Marcus Freeman's done a really poor job as defensive coordinator uh, for the Irish. I made this number 10.5, Brad. Paul Stone told me he made the number 10.5. We might be a little bit high on this game. What'd you make the number, Purdue Notre Dame? Pure power rating? Uh, I mean, I shouldn't have bet the game. Uh, I made it like Notre Dame 9. Uh-huh. So I am going against my, my, my power ratings a little bit here, but. Uh, I'm pretty conservative in downgrading teams. Uh, I can tell you. So uh, I, I, I'm still. I'm not sure that I've downgraded Notre Dame enough. And, and I'll push back a little bit. Purdue was never going to try to really run the football with Horvath. They're a passing team. So I don't think it's as big of a downgrade as everyone's making it out to be. Okay, let's stay there. Tell us about your biggest downgrade so far in college football. Well, I mean, after last night, it's officially Ohio now at this point. I mean, you're talking about the Bobcats being a bottom 10 team already. Three games into the new head coach's regime, and they go from being, you know, a team that's capable of winning a MAC championship to a bottom 10 team. So Ohio would be number one. Uh, Number two is Connecticut. And I just look at the line super steep this week, but I can tell you this. I just. I bet numbers, not teams, but that, that, that number has to be incredibly, incredibly high for me to bet Connecticut at this point. I, I see a lot of quit in, in that outfit. And then the, maybe the, the major team that's taking a downfall uh, is Washington. I mean, a lot of people thought they were going to be a surprise, you know, maybe playoff contender. Yep. And Washington, for, forget that. They can't even get first downs on offense. I mean, the offensive scheme is outdated. Forget five, ten years. I'm talking twenty years, yep. uh, and I, I just don't see any playmakers on the outside for them. And the quarterback's questionable. So Washington down at least a touchdown. How about Navy? They already fired the OC, and Neil Matalolo said it came from the AD. So get the guy out of here. <laughs> yeah, and that if you follow Navy football, that OC was basically like a coach in waiting. I mean, he was expected to take over when, when Neil Matalolo decided to leave at some point. So, 
I mean, just an absolute dumpster fire for Navy. I mean, obviously they were terrible last year. Coming into this year, I thought there would be much improved, mm-hmm. but Navy was playing the toughest schedule of any group of five team in the country. So right now, believe it or not, I don't have Navy uh, listed as a favorite in any game this season. Paul the money, Paulie Howard, Matt Humans, Brad Powers, our guest, Mitch Off uh, today at Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. How about upgrades then? Well, I think you start with Fresno State. I mean, they're 3-0 and against the number already, and, you know, I've upgraded them about a touchdown. And, I mean, again, that's a little probably conservative considering Fresno State's covered those three games by an average of 17 points per game. I mean, you had a coach, you know, it's tough being a first-year coach last year uh, and during a COVID season, but, I mean, uh, DeBoer's really got things going there, and they went from, you know, a middle-range Mountain West team to, to certainly one of the favorites there with Boise State and Nevada. So Fresno State would be number one. Number two for me is another Mountain West team. you got a first-year coach uh, that, that took over a program that had kind of an outlier, really bad season a year ago at Utah State. And all they've done is, you know, win outright. The Utah State has has a 17-point underdog against Washington State. And then I would don't overlook last week's result. North Dakota, who they beat by 24, well, was a team that's in the top 10 of the FCS. And Utah State outscored them 41 to three in the final three quarters of that game. So Utah State's a major upgrade for me as well. Yeah, big upgrade in coaching with uh, with Utah State. I've noticed that, and the fact he brought the quarterback with him. I like that team a lot yep. better. Hey, do you like Fresno State enough to take the 11, 11 and a half at UCLA this week? I don't. I lean UCLA. In fact, I, you know, I was very happy. I got UCLA minus nine on the openers. Yeah. I just, maybe people forgot that, how good UCLA's looked because they had a bye week uh, a mm-hmm. week ago. I mean, it's not one of my favorite bets I made. I just, you know, betting a number, trying to get in front of a line move there, but uh I mean, UCLA is one of the top five most improved teams. So it's two teams I want to play on, but the, the, the numbers said that the, the bet UCLA for me. Yeah, I think that could be a shootout. That should go over the total. A good late game. Tell us what you bet early like in the week and tell us uh, the, the, the best of the number you got in one game that moved against you. Well, one game that I'm getting a lot of pushback because a lot of people like, uh, you know, New Mexico this week, I just think it was, you know, overpriced in the market, the quarterback injury for AM. I mean, King. Uh, it was their starting quarterback, but I mean, people forget that he was in a quarterback battle in the spring. It's not like he's head and shoulders uh, above Zach Kelzada, who, who's you know not, certainly not going to be good enough for A&M to, to to win the national title with. But to me, the mispricing was I, I, another beauty of the season progressing is you can compare lines. A&M was a 29 and a half point favorite in the opener against Kent State. Kent State is at least a touchdown better than New Mexico. So I was very happy to get A&M minus 25. I mean, I felt like they downgraded A&M more than a touchdown for the performance and the injury last week. Just huge disagreement for me on that one. Uh, Colorado plus three, wrong team favored. UTSA is a hot team. Jeff Trailer, I really like their head coach. Got them at minus nine. Okay. What moved, what, uh, moved against you? Oh, Kent State, bet plus 21. Didn't even look at I mean, you got to keep in mind. I, I mean, there's, I'm not the only one betting these openers. Uh, I mean, you got to make mm-hmm. quick decisions in a matter of literally a couple minutes or you're just going to miss the boat. I took Kent State plus 21. Didn't even look at my numbers. My numbers, I came back and looked at my numbers and said, oh, man, Iowa 25, I made a bad bet. And then, you know, the market, you know, that, that told me I made a bad bet with, you know, I took plus 21, now it's, you know, up to 23. What's your best bet? On Saturday, 
Uh, you know, with the market coming down again, I'm not afraid of it. I, I'm going to take Penn State right now. Okay. Current numbers. I mean, I'll lay the four and a half uh, again. I I'm just not buying Auburn being that much improved. I'm just not. I don't think Gus Malls on is that bad of a coach. I mean, yeah, he left right. some things to be desired on a consistency basis, but anytime you're beating Saban three times in, in this decade, you can't be that bad. So I don't think the upgraded head coach is that big. I don't see it on the field for them. I don't see. I especially didn't see this in the spring game. I didn't see guys on the outside for Auburn. They lost their top three receivers from a year ago. Two of them were drafted. And I just think that comes into play this week, the lack of playmakers on the outside. Yeah, I like Penn State in that game as well. How about our quick thoughts here in the final minute on the Alabama-Florida matchup? I bet I see a lot of money coming on Florida. I just don't get it. I I was very happy somebody on that opener, one that I caught, you know, a few minutes after. Somebody bet Florida and, you know, Metcalf and the boys dropped it down to 13. I said, thank you very much. Roll tide. Florida's too one-dimensional offensively. They don't have a quarterback to throw it down the field like they did with Kyle Trask and, you know, weapons like Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Toney last year gave the tides and tied fits. They don't have that this year. I think the tide roll. Great job, Brad. Thanks for getting up early. Go get him again this week. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yep. You got it. Brad Powers. Good follow on Twitter as well. Tough to bet against the tide. Yeah. At Brad Powers 7. This will not end well. This will not end well and go well for Florida tomorrow. I'll tell you why coming up. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> The Sports Betting Network. Checking with the GOAT, Jeff Siegel. Top horse racing plays, express bet analysts, both from Kentucky Downs. Uh, we go to Belmont in the seventh. He likes Big Everest at 7-2. to two. And again, Belmont Park race 8. He likes the 5 at 4-1. to one. You can bet these races and more using first bet. The preferred horse betting app of VEASAN. Right now, First Bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon sign-up, and then earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered up to $1,000. Use the bonus code VEGAS1000. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. Promo code VEGAS1000. Now, you know I think Matt Campbell's so overrated, it's sick. But another guy on this list is, is, is Mullen, which uh, I know there was a, there's a rivalry there, and I was talking to our good friend Oxford Bully. Uh, our buddy Bob, about Mullen and check his stats and numbers against ranked teams. Well, he's, he's 0-10 against Saban, and Alabama's won 31 in a row against the SEC East. Mm-hmm. Brad mentioned how you're one-dimensional. What are you able to do against the Alabama defense, and can you slow down Alabama's offense? And he was happy to take the 13 when it dipped down. And once again, we have another situation where I think it's going to be Alabama first half when they're not playing you know, scrub teams, and they're going to be a, a ATS machine in the first half. But between Mullen's horrible record against ranked teams, and he can't beat Saban, and Alabama doesn't lose to the SEC East, I, I know it's a tough place to play, and they expect a, uh, a frenzy crowd there, but I just think this is a, a, a big talent disparity here, and Alabama can name their score. Yeah, it's, it's hard to make a case against Alabama in this game. Bryce Young's going to make his first career road start, and uh, maybe that's a negative, but really it's, it's hard to find anything here, especially because the Gators are not getting the quarterback play they expected out of Emory Jones. Anthony, mm-hmm. Richards, Anthony Richardson right now is the team's leading rusher, a backup quarterback, 275 yeah. yards on 11 yeah. carries. <laughs> uh, but that's against weak competition. That Those... Those running lanes are not going to be there against the Alabama defense. So uh, I would I would tend to agree with Brad Powers on this one. There's There's been a lot of support for Florida in the betting market, which is a little bit surprising. I thought this number yeah. might hit 17 this week. It never got there. I was actually online uh, on the app when Circa opened, dropped to 13. I said, wow, dropped to 13 on Bama? And then eventually you saw it go back up to 16, so it's been bouncing around, but 
I thought it might hit 17. I, 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 I can't get there with the Gators this week. What do you think of Oklahoma, Nebraska? Now, since the debacle against Illinois, they've allowed seven points to Fordham and three to Buffalo. Right. And then, I mean, this, this, this one could get out of hand, though, because you look at what happened since the Illinois game. Look what happened to Illinois. So I'm, I'm very concerned about Frost. Here. <laughs> you should, I think it's going to be bad. It should be. Yeah. Well, I I would look over the total. You, you're on the you're on the uh, win total under. You gave it out on the air. I looked at their schedule. Oh, Nebraska. I don't know if they win more than one game the rest of the season. Uh, Nebraska under six and a half. Yeah, that's a good. I bet. mean, that loss to Illinois was huge because well, I'm, I'm telling the rest of the season they might not win another. They when, might get one more win. Right. When I looked at the schedule initially, I said, man, it's it's going to be hard to sell this to people betting Nebraska under six and a half because they could start three and zero. Oh. Right, nobody wants yeah, to bet yeah, that. Yeah. But if you look at the rest of Cornhusker's schedule, they might get, they might win two more games, three at the most, right. which would get them to five. You think Oklahoma buries them? I think I would look over so. in Oklahoma. Okay, okay, and here it is. It starts here, and again, it's an eclectic mix. We got a lot of big matchups and intriguing games this Saturday in college. Cincinnati, it's down to three here at Circa. There's injuries with Indiana's defense. They're one in forty against top 10 teams since <laughs> the late 80s. Right. This is it. You got a shot here. Now, I know it still might not work out because who knows what kind of year and team Indiana has and what happens with Notre Dame. But it's since it's it's Indiana Saturday, bye week, then they go to Notre Dame. Then you got the game at home against UCF. So I, I live and breathe. They're taking a one-loss Georgia over an undefeated Cincinnati. But in any event, Ritter's awesome, Heisman hype. They haven't played anybody yet. They've outscored their two opponents 91-21. But here we go, Cincinnati. Here's your chance. Take it. This is huge. I'm actually fired up for this game. This is a – you can't call it a regional rivalry because these teams never play, but a lot of Bearcats fans are going to be in Bloomington for this game Saturday because you can sense that Notre Dame is vulnerable too in two weeks. And uh, mm-hmm. Cincinnati's got a real shot to sweep these games against Indiana and Notre Dame. And the next thing you know – you could be on the uh, precipice of uh, making the college football playoffs. The first time a team outside the Power Five could make it. So I, w- I would love to play Cincinnati here. I just don't – I can't get on board with laying more than a field goal. Right now it's circuit. This number's dropped to three. It was at four. It looked like it might go higher than four because Indiana's got some injury issues on defense. Uh, I lean Cincinnati here, uh, Paul, but I, I, I can't lay more than a field goal. And in fact, I'm not going to bet okay. it. What do you think tonight? Central Florida's down to 6.5 at Louisville. Central Florida averaging 50 a game and over 600 yards. This is Louisville's third game in 12 days. Yeah, I've always liked Scott Satterfield as a coach. I don't like this Louisville team much, but I think this might be a decent spot. I just, in a, in a pick and pool, I took Louisville plus 7. I did not bet the game. Okay. Illinois and Maryland tonight. Peters returns. Maryland laying seven and a half on the road. Yeah, it's not like Brandon Peters is a Heisman candidate or anything, but I, I actually think this Illinois team might stand up and be a live dog in this spot. I mean, really, we know how good Maryland is at this point. Tua's brother is, uh, mm-hmm. I think, he's been he's been pretty impressive at quarterback to this point. But he played Howard last week, and uh, the West Virginia game was a pretty solid performance. I think Brett Bielema's team might actually uh, show up here with Brandon Peters back at quarterback. I, I like Illinois a little bit. It'd be like a beer and pizza type of bet. What do you expect out of USC going on the road now, Helton Wax? I actually think uh, USC's bettable uh, this week without Helton because a lot of times when uh, you get that coach fired, 
to get an emotional bump the next week. And I, I can't say the coach, the players did not like the coach. They probably liked Helton. He was probably a player's coach. But I, I think they're going to be refocused. That, that was a pitiful, pitiful oh. effort last week against Stanford. It was a you're down Beyond four touchdowns. You're down four touchdowns. You weren't even in 17. the game as yeah. a 17 and a half point home favorite. Yeah, not even in the game. Yeah. So I think uh, <laughs> you're going to see a refocused USC team this week. And let's face it, there has not been a lot to like about Washington State. I I like Arizona State. I laid two. That's up to three and a half now. It's a horrible spot oh, for yeah. BYU. Now BYU beats beats back to back Pac-12 opponents, and they just had their rival, the Holy War. So I like Arizona State. They're playing a ranked team here. Uh, I like Arizona State, and also, what do you, how does Utah? This is Kyle Winningham said this. I would have bet my house before the game we would have dominated and controlled the line of scrimmage. Didn't I was happen. shocked by that. Didn't yeah, said, I bet my house. He said. So now they take on San Diego State. Yeah, I think this BYU team's a little bit stronger on uh, the offensive and defensive lines than we thought because I, I ranked Utah's offensive and defensive lines number one in the Pac-12. BYU, uh, I thought I owned the line of scrimmage in that game last week. Now, this is a really bad spot, and when the week started, I didn't think I was going to be on BYU here because when you stop a nine-game losing streak to your rival and you fanstorm the field and the coach is going berserk on the sideline, mm -hmm. that typically means there's going to be a hangover after the party, and uh, next week you don't mm -hmm. want to be on that team. But I've watched both of Arizona State's games. I see a lot not to like in the Sun Devils right now, too. And when this number jumped from two to three and a half, uh, I said I've got to take BYU. The one difference in the, the BYU spot and the Raiders spot, the Raiders are in the worst spot of any team in the NFL this week. But they're going on the road to Pittsburgh. BYU's staying home, playing yeah. a night game on Saturday, so the fans are going to help jack them up for this. It's not like they're going to be flat, and I think that's going to prevent the, uh, the spot from being as bad as it could be for BYU. I, I've seen enough not to like about Arizona State that I went ahead and I bet BYU plus uh, three and a half. Here. Okay. I kind of like the Pirate laying three. By the against, way, I like oh, the new sorry. BYU quarterback, Jaron Hall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how about speaking of quarterbacks, how about Nevada, K State, Thompson out? We got, I got a couple emails saying bet against K State. Kleiman's a good coach, but this, the backup's no good. Nevada's yeah, up to two. Big game for the Nevada win total. Huge. Yeah, I bet the Nevada win total over seven and a half. They're that good. Win, that win at Cal was huge for that mm -hmm. win total. Uh, Plyman is a great coach, and Will Howard's not a very good backup quarterback. Skyler Thompson is legit. I had this game circled. This is going to be one of my biggest plays of the first month, K-State over Nevada, even though I love the Wolfpack team. Mm -hmm. With Skyler Thompson, I thought that K-State was going to win this game by double digits. Now with the quarterback change, it's, uh, I think, more of a toss-up. A couple totals for me. Yeah, I think Fresno-UCLA should go over. Fresno's got a good offense. I mean, that was impressive. They they were right there tied late against Oregon. Yeah. Uh, and UCLA off the bye. San Jose State, Hawaii should go over. Kenny White mentioned how fast Hawaii's playing. They played two shootouts the last two games. Yes. And Memphis and Mississippi State. Miss State, I think, wins. I'm surprised they're only three on the road. Memphis allowed seven, almost 700 yards to Arkansas State last week. Uh-huh. And uh, that was a nice win by the Pirate to beat NC State and slow them down. That was. That's that another was good game. That was, uh, a, that was a really good win. Anything else? You sent over a bunch of games. Did we miss anything you want to cover? Oh, boy, Boise and Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma I, State. You know, Brad, Boise's only three at home. Brad Powers was talking about the market moving against him in this uh, Penn State game. I don't yeah. understand why the number keeps dropping on Boise here. What do you see in Oklahoma State's first uh, yeah, few games? Not, yes. Put you on that side. Okay. I like Boise minus three and I a half. Uh, yep. Co-sign on that one. We'll yeah. back to Thursday night football recap. How bad it's been for the Giants coming up.
when we get back to the NFL as well. Huge game with the Steelers and the Raiders. Ben has struggled against the Raiders. We'll tell you how bad it's been next. The Sports Betting Network. What do you want from your sports book? Great odds, personalized promotions, about a faster app, easier withdrawals, and complete security. Sounds like you just don't want to bet. You want to live your bet life. When you bet with PointsBet, you get great odds and bigger payouts all in a fast and reliable sports book. PointsBet Diamond Club, invite-only premier betting experience. PointsBet.com to request access and start earning Diamond Club benefits like personalized promotions, exclusive access to tickets and events. Sign up for points bet today. Live your bet life. Must be 21 plus gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, here we go. Good game. Steelers and the Raiders. You're right. Horrible spot for the Raiders. Tear down a goalpost, win at home. Overtime, everything, the chaos. They think they have the game won. Leatherwood with the jump, then the interception. Then they get the walk-off touchdown. Uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, 14 of the last 17 Raider games have gone over, but Ben has struggled. His worst record against an AFC opponent in his career is against the Raiders. They don't want to bar bet with that at seven. How many of those uh, losses are home games? Do we know? That I don't know. But the last they, one they the, usually come out, they usually go out to Oakland. Yeah, and the lose. last one I remember was when the Steelers screwed up the uh, the field goal attempt and the Raiders yeah. upset them at the Coliseum yeah. a couple of years ago. And I think the, I think the Raiders didn't have a win and upset them too. I think Ben had right. a pick six in that game. So, I know we got several emails on this as well. Hello, Pittsburgh. But I think I think they're going to make noise this year and make the playoffs. I know they didn't didn't go well offensively, but a great comeback in the second half against Buffalo. But he he has had a I don't know. The Raiders have his number. That that's odd. But I think they're going to harass harass Carr. And I'll tell you something. Oh, yeah. I know they have injuries. That game plan uh, Monday stunk. Uh, Baltimore. It's going to Waller. So put someone on oh, nineteen targets. Someone else has to beat you for the Raiders. So well, I, I, ex- I expect Carr to struggle, and I think the Steelers yeah. are going to win. I think you're right, too, because the Steelers' defensive front is going to put so much pressure mm-hmm. on Derek Carr. We saw it last week. They did, the Steelers did not even have to blitz to get pressure on Josh Allen. I think they blitzed on yeah. fewer than 5% of the defensive <laughs> snaps, and they still got to put pressure on Josh Allen. The Raiders' offensive line is going to break down here, and uh, Derek Carr, you know, after the first quarter, he played much better. But you cannot target Darren Waller on every single play, and that's what he did through the through the first quarter yeah. and a half. Yeah, and he had. That's some... not going to work against the yeah. Pittsburgh defense. And this spot's just so bad. I, I can't get on board with the Raiders here, even with the, the Steelers' offensive line issues and the fact they can't run the ball. They still can't run the ball. I still think it's a spot where uh, Pittsburgh's going to. Pittsburgh's a great play in a teaser. Pittsburgh's going to win this game. Uh-huh. And I, I just can't recommend taking the points with the Raiders. Okay, where you at with the Patriots? This is uh, up to five and a half now. Well, uh, I was on with you guys uh, Tuesday yep. morning. I, I actually bet the Patriots here at minus three and a half. I couldn't believe the number opened that low on Sunday night. What did you think of Zach Wilson? They didn't help him out with the drops, but... He well, he's helped. terrible in the first half, right. much better in the second half. Right. And I think Zach Wilson's going to be okay. But this week, Becton's out on the offensive mm-hmm. line. That Patriots defensive front's going to be all over Zach Wilson. Uh, I can't see the Patriots uh, not winning this game. Well, let's put it this way. The Patriots are going to win this game by double digits. Really? Yeah. There you go. That's strong. I love this Well, Patriots. they blew the game. Uh, they, they blew the game against They Miami. won the box score, yeah. lost on the scoreboard against the Dolphins. They should dominate the Jets. Okay. 49ers and Eagles. Tough call. 
I mean, was it all bad Atlanta? And how much credit do we give to Philly? And now Shanahan going on the road again. Again, you don't have Mostert. You don't have Verrett. But, it, okay, I'll just plug Mitchell in and fine. It and really then, doesn't matter. Yeah, but I, I like the fact that the, that Shanahan can yell at his team after a win. That was ridiculous. The, the, Red, uh, the Lions had the ball with a chance to tie the game. But they were blowing them out. I know. So Jimmy G wasn't 24th, bad, too. So, yeah. 24 to two-minute warning, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be something if the Eagles get off to a two and zero start, though. But that—that's a tough game. I just—I have no opinion. I'm, I'm shocked. Remember that, the, that thing? That total moved five points. It's up to fifty. Remember the preseason game where the Patriots beat the Eagles thirty-five zero? Mm-hmm. How bad did the Eagles look? How good did the Patriots right, right, look? Right. I actually think the Eagles might be a little bit better than a lot of people thought because they've—they've they've got some speed at the wide receiver spots. I think their defense is going to be uh, a little bit underrated. Uh, I think this is actually a pretty good spot for the Eagles. Okay, I'm not, not, yep. it's not going to be in one of my uh, five, one, one of my five contest plays this week. But I do like the Eagles yep. a little bit in this spot. And I think the Bills and Josh Allen bounce back. The Bills have won five in a Me row too. against Miami. You know, I, you got to say, well, revenge there possibly what happened. Remember, Week 17, Miami had a chance to make the playoffs. They went to Buffalo and got eviscerated, and it yeah. was it was backups later in that game too, and they couldn't slow down Buffalo. And Tua was pathetic in that game. So. He made a couple nice throws. The bar's very low for Tua. Uh, he made a couple nice throws. That was about it against New England. And then New England kept turning the ball over and the big fumble in the red zone. But Allen missed some throws. He did the same thing last year to start. And uh, the Bills have done well in Miami here lately and also done well against uh, the, the Dolphins. So I, I think the Bills are going to win this game and get back to 1-1. One and one. The Dolphins' offense did not do much after that scripted first series last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were fortunate that the Patriots coughed up four fumbles and lost two of those. I bet the Bills here at minus three. I, I think it's a good bounce-back spot for the Bills. I'd be a little bit cautious about laying a three-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. Let me go back to one game we mentioned earlier. I, you, we got some. This is on social media. It's very hard to handicap human emotion. How about Russell Wilson losing his best friend? Yeah, 48 years old, the cancer is uh, mental... Let's say his uh, mental conditioning coach is that what they called it? His... Yeah, life coach, whatever. I don't business know. partner. Not best. All you have to say is best friend. Yeah, his business partner too. Okay. Uh, yeah, he talked about it at length, and mm-hmm. they, so it was very emotional for him. I would think that you know I kind of like the Seahawks in this matchup anyway, only because you and I talked about this at the top of the show. I did not like the Titans going into the season. It's just tough for me to get behind the Titans after what I saw in week one. I like to be a contrarian in week two, kind of buy on bad okay. news, bet the teams that played poorly in week one, and bet against the teams that played well in week one. But Tennessee is going to be an ex- exception for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay away from the Titans. Can you, can you get to the window or app and say, give me Jacksonville? You know, I, I'm not going to get there with the Broncos, I'll tell you that, because uh, I like to take the – Temperature of the betting public as well. And uh, a couple of guys who I would consider to be the biggest squares I know are all over the Broncos this week. Love the Broncos. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not the type of bet I'm going to make in the NFL. I like Teddy. It looks too, if it looks too uh, easy, stay the hell away right, from it. Right, okay. Yeah. I, I like Teddy getting points. Now Teddy's got to win by seven. Right. But Teddy was great last right. week. Oh, was he good. And Fangio, as we talked about Monday, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, who am I watching here? Who's coaching the Broncos? He's going for it left and right, Fangio. And then the, the, the defense even looks better with what Giants and Jones did last night. But, boy, that was a rough start for Lawrence. That was, wow, three interceptions and they get housed. And they couldn't slow down Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, That's another out. thing. 
They got blown out by the Texans. They weren't in the game. Yeah. But do you buy on bad news here? All the Urban Meyer stuff, as bad as the, the Jags looked against the Texans, can you buy the mm-hmm. bad news and take the points with the Jags? This, uh, by the way, this preseason number, I think, was two and a half. Now it's up to six. You're talking about a three and a half point adjustment off what happened last week. Yeah, totals moved too. Total moved a couple points as well. What do you want to do with the Browns at home against Houston now? Houston looked great. The, Br- the Browns have got to figure out, and, and people love Stefanski. I get it, but the, the second half defense, they got to stop people here. That, that wasn't the only time they've had a collapse here in the second half from a defensive standpoint, and they blew a double-digit lead to the Chiefs. Which Did you see this on Mahomes? I wrote it down. Mahomes is 10-8 and eight when he's down double digits. Straight up. Are you kidding? When he's down double digits. So they're down 12, and they come back and win too. But they have to, a lot of things they have to clean up defensively. I still think Browns are going to be a pretty good defensive team. I mean, it's, it's going to happen against the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm not into playing double-digit favorites in the NFL. And I, I've thought before the season, JVT and I talked about this a lot. I like Tyrod Taylor. I think he's a guy who can lead an efficient offense, put points on the board. He's an underrated quarterback. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see the Texans hang around this game. But I'm not going to bet it. Okay. Tough one. Oh, yeah, when you look at the total, too, that's I, – I don't know. That That's another great uh, game to discuss about was it all bad Jacksonville and how much credit do you give to the Texans? I give the Texans some credit. Uh, that was over I was on the I was on the Texans last week, so I was not that surprised by mm-hmm. what happened. That was over in a hurry. And then looking at a couple of the marquee games next week as well, we mentioned earlier uh, the Giants now – not marquee, but the Giants go take on Atlanta at home. Washington goes to Buffalo, and much has been made about this, and rightfully so. The forty nine, the uh, the Packers, awful in California and Florida. They go to San Francisco on Sunday night next. Right. So I'm sure they'll hammer the Lions on Monday night. Then they have, and the Forty ers have killed them in the last couple of meetings too. Yes, they have. And your Thursday night game is Carolina and Houston next week. I think the Packers are in big trouble. Yeah. And uh, the, yeah, you wrote about that in Point Spread Week. I did write about that this week, yeah. and I think that uh, they can still be they can still be off their game and win. They could probably sleepwalk to nine wins and mm-hmm. win that division because that division's so Horrible. bad. Right. You know, I'm not sure the Vikings are going to get their act together. The Lions and the Bears are both lost causes. Uh, so you just think it's they, they know Rodgers is leaving, so it's going to hurt their chemistry. Exactly. Basically, we did the article. Check it out. It's always point spread. Weekly. What do you think? Nine and eight? Yeah. Packers, nine and eight? No, win the division? Huh? Ten. ten oh, what seven. could... I think that, yeah, but that I could see it happening. They're going to win nine or ten games. Yeah. I think ten at the most. Get back to Thursday night football recap. What a finish. The props and all the mistakes by the Giants straight ahead. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, 
you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my The Sports Betting Network. Oh, this is awesome. DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games. Blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, the DraftKings Casino paid out some big wins. A player bet $5 and won $10,000 on Hotspot 777. Another one went over 6000 on a $5 bet. Dancing drums! I love it. I told you people about it. Dancing drums is great. With the bonus, Dan, I told you. It's a great game. If you haven't tried DraftKings Casino yet, now's the time. Sign up today. Claim a deposit bonus up to $2,000. Plus, DraftKings is starting you off with $50 in free credit just for signing up. Download the app now and use code VEASAN to claim this offer. Code VEASAN. It's that easy with DraftKings Casino. You can play in Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Must be 21. Casino.DraftKings.com for full details. What a game last night. I didn't see that coming. Number one, it was a shootout. An aerial circus. Certainly the game planning by both defenses. I mean, especially the Giants. As Aikman pointed out, the soft coverage, given a cushion 
to the wide receivers in the middle of the fields wide open. And Heineken lit him up. And But again, it is just, and Giant fans are ticked off, and rightfully so. You know, they're, they're coming after Mara. They're, they're coming. Are you really going to whack Judge this soon? But I think they're going to clean house. Gettleman's going to be gone. Jones is going to be gone. Jones played well. But, but still, you tell me before the game you scored 29 points on the road and you can't beat Washington? And the mistakes, the easy one, obviously, is Lawrence jumping off sides. You're going to win the game. Hopkins misses the field goal. Second chance, bang, you lose the game. Slayton drops the wide-open touchdown. You don't see that in the NFL. I mean, there are blown coverages, and then there's what that happened, and he drops it. You have the holding call, which was debatable, and that takes a touchdown off the board. The Giants have to settle for a field goal. You also had the false start, the sequence, in the first half where the Giants are driving. It's third and two. I think it was Thomas, false start. Uh, and then they sack Jones. You think they knock him out of field goal range, and I know we kill coaches for trying these long field goals. Well, if you're ever going to try a 56-yard field goal, it's with Gano, who's automatic. Yeah. He punts. He's been great. And, they, and they, they don't get anything, obviously, out of, those, out of that position. Giants blew the game, and I cannot believe for the eighth time in the last nine years, the Giants have started the season 0-2. Can't believe it? No, I can't. That's impossible. Five years in a row, 0-2. It's a horrible organization that no one talks about. You know, Joe Judge is a Bill Belichick disciple, so it's, it's, I think, a little bit surprising to see the Giants be so sloppy. But at the same time, hey, Belichick's team was sloppy in week one. Patriots had a lot of penalties, turnovers. It's... Uh, Sometimes tough to uh, get your team to play disciplined football in the first couple weeks of the season, especially when you treat the preseason like a joke. And uh, I think Dave Gettleman is the first guy who's got his butt on the line here because if you're talking about somebody who's done a poor job in the Giants organization, it's too early to say Joe Judge. I think Daniel Jones has shown enough positives. that You can't give up on him. But Dave Gettleman, what's he done? In fact, Lawrence, who jumped offside, that's Gettleman's guy. Lawrence, Thomas, Jones, Barkley. And at the same time, you can't be too results-oriented because if, if Slayton doesn't drop that pass, the Giants win the game last night. Probably, yeah. They probably win the game. Yeah, that's fair. And then, but how about the Garrett play call? You can't panic. What's you that? finally Bradbury didn't have well, a good game, but he has a nice interception. Bradbury so you, made a great play. In you the get pitch. the big turnover, and you go run second. I can't stand the run on Hate second it. and long. Hate it. And then he throws a pass short of the sticks, which even if it's caught, it's they're going to kick the field goal anyways because it's fourth and down. short. Yes, throw it on first down when they don't expect it. First of all, I'll say that you know we talked about this earlier, and I've said it many times. Jason Garrett was a horrible hire as offensive coordinator, and that's going to come back to haunt every aspect of this franchise. What was Joe Judge thinking? Why, why Jason? Jason Garrett. Lacks any imagination, creativity. Why is he your offensive coordinator? Mm-hmm. Yep. You think he's going to be the guy to bring along Daniel Jones? I thought that was a bad hire. Well, you know, we said yesterday, well, excuse me, all week about how big this game was just because you're 8% to make the playoffs since 1990 when you start 0-2. But even more so was because now, again, they're 0-2. Atlanta at home. Okay, toss-up next Sunday. Then the Giants go to New Orleans and Dallas. Rams and Carolina at home. Then they go to Kansas City. They play the Raiders, and they go to Tampa off the bye. It's not going to end well. And as I said earlier in the week, guys are going to lose their jobs, and they're going to clean house because they're going to lose a ton of games this year. So I'm drawing a line right through the Giants. Now with Washington, what do you do? 
I mean, what's with this defense all of us? They can't get us get off the field on third down. Well, the coverage has been weak in the secondary soft, and that, that's what Washington's got to fix. I think, actually, I like a lot of what I see in Washington, even though it's... Heineke it's like, looked good. Heineke was really good last yeah. night. Uh, I think they're good enough on the offensive line. they got skill position players. They can move the ball. The defensive line's got to play a little bit better, but they've, they've got the skill on the defensive line. The secondary, to me, is the biggest problem. They were way too soft in coverage. I can't give up on Washington. Yep, yep. I've seen some positive with the Eagles, the Cowboys. The Giants look like the worst team in the division. Yep, Washington goes to Buffalo coming up next week as well. And then with uh, Judge, he has to handle this Galladay situation with screaming on the sideline, too, where a guy comes in and... Well, he's upset. Galladay's upset because Sterling Shepard has become Daniel Jones' favorite target. and he wants, to be the, he wants to be the guy. That's why he's frustrated. Easy, easy overs with Shepard. Receptions and yards. That was no problem. I think he got there in the, in the uh, second quarter. Yeah. Jones, I, thought, I think Jones was as low as 19 and a half rushing yards. I mean, almost had 100 yards and 30 to 1 to score the first touchdown. So, Where uh, are you on Daniel Jones? You, oh, I think he's terrible. He played well last night. He's terrible. I mean, turnover machine. You can't no, win in the league yeah, when you're got doing 40, that. I think he had 40 turnovers in three years going into last night. Yeah, number one in turnovers, number one in fumbles, number one in fumbles lost going back the last few years yeah. as quarterback. They're 0-6 on Thursday night since 2016. Jones is 0-6 in prime time. And again, 0-2, eight of the last nine years. Before this game, he was 0-5 in prime time with 12 turnovers and 15 sacks. Danny Dimes. Oh, yikes. And if you also were watching that game, and you should have been because it was a great game and a good finish, you also, if you missed what happened in the Louisiana game, the college game, I mean, the total closed 56 and a half. It's on 56 with a minute left in a blowout. Louisiana's throwing the ball every play. He threw a touchdown pass with 40 seconds. Incredible. Where are you at with, run down all your futures now. What'd you, what'd you do college in the NFL and how they're looking so far? All the futures are actually looking pretty good. Uh, let's see. In the NFL, I bet the uh, Raiders over seven. The, well, the Patriots need to pick it up, but I bet the Patriots over nine. Raiders over seven. Jags under six and a half. Bears under seven and a half. Love and, those uh, two. Panthers, yeah. I bet the Panthers over seven and a half. So I had three overs, two unders. College football, Nebraska under six and a half. Indiana under eight. Big game right. Saturday. Uh, let's see. I've got uh, actually all the college football futures off to really good starts uh, so far. I've got uh, six of them. Weren't you high on UCLA? I did not bet UCLA's okay, one Okay. Oh, Utah's one that's negative. I bet Utah over eight and a half. Purdue over five. Um, everything's off to a good start except for the Utah win total. That was a bad loss at BYU last week. Well, I was shocked. I was like Whittingham. I was shocked how it happened. Very surprising how they've owned BYU going back. How about baseball futures? How many did you bet? I bet Yankees under. That's a winner. Uh, I actually thought I was going to lose that three weeks ago. Now they couldn't win a game. They lost 8-9, whatever. Yankees under, Mets under, Nats over, Dodgers over, Cubs under, Red Sox under. Nice. Braves to win the division. I got that too. White Sox to win the division. I think that's just about everything. I got so, Braves to win the division and Rangers under. Good. Great call there. Uh, 
Oh, I know what I forgot. Ole Miss over seven and a half. Nevada over seven and a half. College football. That's right. Okay, they're looking good. The um, and then this home run race too. These races, I don't, I don't like this every day. How we go crazy with? Oh, it's got to be Harper. Look at you can't say Harper's the MVP because he Tatis had four hits and hit a home run yesterday too. Right. Tatis is the MVP. I haven't, I don't have tickets like Mitch and these guys because a book fell asleep and left them up at two hundred to one. Uh, I went back and looked at the number. He's got better numbers than Harper. He's been on the DL like three times. Tatis missed missed games. Tatis has got to be the MVP. Yeah. Well, Harper's been great since August. I couldn't believe the reaction yesterday. Harper's got to be the MVP. Tatis had four hits and had a home run. Tatis is the MVP. Yeah, I'm with you there. I've, I've said that for a while. Tatis is my MVP in the National League. He's played 114 games. He's got 39 homers, 91 RBIs. Yes. Batting 289 with an OPS of uh, 1008, a war of 6.6. He's the MVP. I agree. Bryce Harper, Harper was kind of sleepwalking through about half the season. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, he's been red hot since August 1st. But mm-hmm. even though, you know what hurts the Padres, or what hurts the tease is the fact the Padres have been so okay. poor yep. in the past. Uh, Four or five weeks. Back to college football. Tim Brando up next. He's on the Ohio State Tulsa game. Controversy. They're not happy in Columbus. We'll ask him about that coming up. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. Or in Colorado, call 1 800 522 4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. New to the game or a season better? OddsTrader.com has everything you need to make the right bet ahead of kickoff. Begin your handicapping journey with OddsTrader. Improve your edge by finding the best price on every game from sportsbooks in your backyard. Take advantage of the numerous sign-up bonus offers to pad your bankroll. Dive into key game statistics, player performance, and even account for the projected game day weather. Best of all, you can use the OddsTrader bet tracker to keep a log of your action. Welcome to OddsTrader, and best of luck. New to VEASAN? The best way to learn more about sports betting and how VEASAN can help you is to sign up for our free daily email. You'll receive an email every morning with show highlights and expert insights. Sign up for free today at VEASAN.com slash email. That's VSIN.com slash email. New to VEASAN? The best way to learn more about sports betting and how VEASAN can help you is to sign up for our free daily email. You'll receive an email every morning with show highlights and expert insights. Sign up for free today at VEASAN.com slash email. That's VSIN.com slash email. This is V-SIN, 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 V-SIN. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. 
Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 